Blog Talk Radio. Welcome once again to Madame Perry Salon, the podcast that loves you, the podcast that's a cultural salon in cyberspace. As Robert Leland, one of my first guests ever told people, or Robert Leland Taylor rather, it looks like the inside of Jeannie's bottle. And I am so delighted that he shared that information and hopefully everybody enjoys being in the Jeannie bottle. Hey, we have had so, so, so much fun and I want to thank everybody for making uh, the 17th season, so exciting. Uh, they, as you know, one of our previous guests from a couple of months ago, uh, sax, Grammy Award winning saxophonist Dave Koz is on tour right now. And uh, he's posting things on all of his social media, pictures from the shows and the stage and everything. And the crew, I think uh, he, Kirk Whalum, Mindy Bear, uh, they were all at a... Um, an In-N-Out Burger. Apparently, that's a very special place for them. So they've got, you know, off-scenes, on-scene, whatever. But Dave Koz is an absolute delight, and I do hope I get to see him. He's going to be in Atlanta in December. He's all over. Also, I had been mentioning, because someone asked me about Franny Goldie, songwriter, you know, Night Shift, Commodores, um, uh, Dream and Selena, all those. Uh, and she has her clothing, FrannyGoldie.com, which is a gorgeous clothes she makes and Adam Glassman of Oprah's always showing them off on there and they bring them on the view they call those pants the magic pants that's one of her feature items but she emailed me that there are some new things up which is one is called the Bahari uh, shawl and there are different clothes that she's designed um, she I think she said it's when Zen goes Lux. I'm not sure but she has got some gorgeous new things as well as things on sale and as always put M P.S. That's the initials of Madame Perry Salon in for your coupon code when you check out and you'll get a discount there. And let's see who else. Oh, by the way, you know, we had Wendy Moten on here a few months ago, a fantastic singer in Nashville, Tennessee. Ever since I had her on the show, I seem to see her even more everywhere. Well, some are old things like Bonnaroo, where she sang back up with uh, for uh, John Oates and Billy Idol and lots of people, but she's actually on the show called The Voice right now. She's a contestant, so definitely check out Wendy Moten. She is a powerhouse of vocals and absolutely sweet person. So yeah, check her out too. And we got so many more cool things coming up. You know, you can always check on Madam Perry Salon on Facebook. We have a page also. A page on Instagram, Twitter. Yeah, that's, that's yeah. I think I post on uh, LinkedIn and other places, but you know where to find. And if there's anybody else that you think I should have on or any specific show that meant a lot to you, just let me know. I appreciate that because I can keep bringing the people what they want. Now, once again, oh, did I tell you? If this is your first time, yes, I am Madam Perry, your uh, groove mistress and your cruise director. 
And sometimes I say spiritual advisor, but I've got a spiritual advisor for real tonight. Uh, This is so cool. She's an international speaker, healer, and renowned author of 28 books on energy medicine, intuition, and spirituality. Probably by the time I finish the intro here, she'll probably have two or three more books out. Um, She's worked with over 70,000 clients. She's an award-winning author. But her latest release is Energy Healing for Trauma, Stress, and Chronic Illness from Llewellyn Publishing. And, you know, I could go more, but I'm going to just bring the fabulous, much-beloved Cindy Dale in here to Madam Perry Salon. Cindy, please get a nice, cushy pillow and get comfortable in the genie bottle. I love being in a genie bottle. When I was growing up, I wanted to be I Dream of Genie. So I'm going to pretend I'm her tonight. Okay. All right. I have blonde hair, so that works too. Well, in that little outfit, if you get drafty, we'll just throw a, um, a patch Yeah, over you know what? Something. That one we might skip, or I'll wear a shawl also. <laughs> okay, I don't want you to catch cold. I don't want anything, yeah. I don't want you to catch cold and anybody go, oh, that happened to Madam Perry. No way. Oh, but everybody, you know, you can call me Jen, Jennifer, JP. Um, I'm just happy to be here and happy to be here with you. And so... Congratulations on your newest book, and I know you're here to talk to us about, and boy, is this an important topic. It's always an important topic, but possibly even a whole lot more so in the last two years. It's Chakra Healing for Financial Woes. It's really important right now, isn't it? I mean, I think that we're always all concerned about money because it really is. I know love makes the world go wrong, but love kind of greases the skids, you know, with money. So so we've got to make money, and it's really been tough for the last couple of years. You know, people are tired. Those who are more on the front line are completely burned out. If they're not quitting their jobs, they're wondering, you know, kind of what else they can do with their lives. And I think we were all sort of on, you know, kind of holding our breaths and waiting to see when we would emerge, right, and grow those butterfly Mm -hmm. wings. But I think Mm -hmm. we're all kind of crawling like caterpillars for a little while longer. And so it's really important to talk about money and what we can do to heal our personal issues around money and open, you know, kind of to different ways of perceiving and even making money. Oh, indeed. Yeah, and we and we read this and we hear this every day. Um, and, and you're right, even the frontline people, you know, they may be making money, but they're getting beat to death. It's it seems, you know, they're just exhausted and they're frustrated. Um, and the thing, too, about money, yeah, love love makes the world swing. But uh, money, yeah, we know we're not on a barter system exactly. you you got to have money to, to pay up, to pay your share. And um, I heard someone once say, to show up. So you can show up to do things, show up to help other people. It's, it's, uh, it, it's, well, it's, it's necessary. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. (laughs) You know, and then, you know, I know for myself, I'm in an everyday real life, like it's called a 1957 Rambler (laughs) that I own. And, 
you know, no matter how good sitting you are, every so often things just go a little downhill. About a month ago, my electricity blew out, my mm. my washing machine blew out, and I stepped back. And, you know, I work with chakras, I work with energy, and I took seriously some of my own advice. And I said, okay, Cindy, you're a first chakra person, and we'll talk about what that means. But basically it means I'm just a busy person. I'm a doer. You know, if I sit around and think too long, I'm never going to get anything done and I'll get depressed. So I thought, you just need to, you just need to get active. So what are you going to do about these issues before you can get them fixed? And I put flashlights in different of my rooms. I thought, well, that's really clever, right? Because mm-hmm. as a doing person, as what's called a first chakra person, if I take action, I start to, you know, turn my life around. And then I thought, you know, who's to say that you can only wash your clothes in the washing machine. I started washing them in my dishwasher, and it worked just <laughs> fine. <laughs> so, you know, you can problem solve any kind of financial woe, I believe, as long as you have a good sense of yourself and what brings you to a place of creativity and peace and calm and you know so you're not in just the worry wart mode you're more able to you know attract abundance attract help attract what it is that you need in order to either get money or spend you know kind of less amounts of money or just sort of figure it out mm-hmm. so um <laughs> yeah i uh i saw i saw the picture you had on instagram of the uh when you had the electricity the, the the box outside the house and you know i thought about yeah you you don't have to do things the same way sometimes it's like a um like i tell my husband you know you remember when you were a kid and anything could be anything you wanted a little space out in the woods could be your cabin could be your uh, business it could be a um a laboratory it could be anything you wanted it to be and you don't have to use the same things that you always use. Well, you know, I don't have this light. What else have I got? I got a flashlight. You know, where can I wash my clothes? Um, everything, everything can be twisted around. I have, and, and I'll send some of these to you. Um, one of my little swags from Madame Perry Salon is it's like it's called a, um, a force light keychain, but it's like a it's probably about eight inches long, but most of it is like a lightsaber. And they light up on the end. And I remember I gave them out at the eye doctor's office. And the woman goes, you won't believe this. When we had the storm last week, this is what we used to find our way around the house till we could get to the fuse box. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah, totally exactly. So we had these lifesavers from you. And we had them lined up. And another woman called me and said, my granddaughter used them and laid them out Christmas Eve for Santa Claus to find his way to. <laughs> So, you know, and, and you really, it's that necessity is the mother of all inventions. Years and years ago when my oldest son, he's about 30 now, when he was little, I really had no money. I mean, I was sort of, uh, you know, I was, I've always been a positive person and I started experimenting. I do energy work. I think, you know, kind of about how to connect with otherworldly beings and, you know, how to attract what you need. And it was really kind of dour. I, I moved into a, an apartment with him. Uh, we had no beds. We didn't have carpet. You know, we didn't have dishes. I mean, we were pretty lean. And so I just did this experiment. And I said, you know, every morning I'm going to get up and I'm going to think about one thing I need. And then it, I'm, it's just going to come to me. I'm just going to find it. Do you know it worked? 
I got <laughs> it worked. I, you know, I'm in Minnesota, and we are very loving people. When people are done with furniture or what they don't need, they just put it outside on the lawn, so it's free. You literally can just drive around and oh. find a lot of free stuff. Not in the winter because it's always buried under snow. But <laughs> I got a carpet, I got a table, I got this, I got that. My son was really young at that age, and so he was he was into being inspired. Um, I actually convinced him, you know, that that normal people eat at a coffee table. That's the kind of table we got. I said, you know what, we're just going to eat Chinese or Japanese, you know, kind of for a few weeks, um, you know, until we get a bigger table. But, look, we're, we're going to be Japanese and Chinese while we work at, you know, sit at the coffee table. And he thought, well, this is great. We just ate beef and broccoli for a few weeks until somebody put out a bigger table in their lawn. So <laughs> there's – I know, isn't that a great story, and it's very true. I love it. <laughs> so if we can keep ourselves out of that depressed state, which is hard to do, I get it, you know, and come at it, a money issue or a need, maybe we need a job, you know, from with that sense of adventure, I find that, you know, that, that you know, it's sort of like the sparkles fall from the heavens, and, mm-hmm. um you know, even if it's just that we're more open to what it is we're willing to accept from other people or how we're willing to put two things together or walk around in the house with flashlights until, like, today the electrician could actually come. took a month. Um, <laughs> you know, life, life can be good. Money's just, you know, another resource in this adventure we call life. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, let me ask you this. To, to, to start off with people, um, because you, yeah, because your new work is about chakra healing for financial woes, just for people who might need a refresher or an introduction to chakras. Could you just give us the basic definition or explanation? Absolutely. Absolutely. And many of us know this word because there are so many yoga aficionados these days, but maybe we haven't really kind of exactly defined it. So chakras are subtle energy organs. And that's a mouthful right there. So I like to compare chakras to our physical organs. You know, we know we have physical organs, the heart, the liver. Chakras are very, very similar The main difference is that they command or work with what these days we call subtle energy, where the physical organs work with physical or more measurable energy. Now, when I was being trained in chakra land, uh, we called subtle energy psychic energy or spiritual Uh energy. Now we call it quantum energy. You know, so, so gradually it's becoming a more scientific concept including the idea that, yeah, we do have these chakras that decide what's going to happen with our psychic or our subtle or our quantum energy. And science is really interesting because it's really proven that 99.999% of a person, an object, a plant, whatever it is, is actually subtle energy. So, Chakras are the brains, they're like the computers that move the subtle or the psychic energy around, and then whatever is happening with our subtle energy, with our chakras, decides what's going to appear or not appear in our everyday lives. Mm. 
Okay. Um, all right, here we go. And this would be a good time to tell everyone, if you're listening to the live show tonight on September 13, 2021, and you have a question for Cindy Dale, you can call 646-716-9922. The toll-free call on the continental U.S., 646-716-9922. Or if you're at a place where you can't make a phone call, uh, because you got to be quiet or something. You can uh, just send me comment or question on Facebook. Just message me either through Madam Perry's salon or through Jennifer Modette Perry. And most of you know that and send messages. So you know how it is, Cindy. Sometimes you got a job, so you listen to the radio, but you can't make a phone call. So, yeah. Um, I had to crawl under my desk one time to make a phone call to win a prize. <laughs> on the radio. <laughs> Did you win? I won it. I did. Well, then did. it was worth it. Yes, very <laughs> much so. So, uh, so yeah, you can always send a message in with the questions for Cindy. Okay, so now we understand chakras. Um, so then how – I've got so many questions in my mind. I don't know where to start. So I just go, what, then how can they affect finances? And how do we discover – is there a particular chakra that can or cannot – affect our finances. I, I'm Just tell it to me. I'm like a blank slate here, like a baby bird. Oh, that's exciting. That's fantastic. So, again, there's just this, this basic understanding that chakras are computers that are moving subtle energies around, that are deciding, you know, kind of what's going to come to you, what you're going to reject in life, and there's different chakras. Each of them are in charge of a different area of your life. So for everybody, the most important chakra, if you want more money and less debt, right, and have an easier time of it overall, is the first chakra. That's the energy center. It's typically seen as red. Red just describes the energies that it interacts with. It's very dense, material. That chakra is in your hip area, and it's really governing anything that has to do with your basic needs. So your physical health, your housing, you know, the quality of your basic life and money is typically managed by that first chakra. So for everybody, and we all have different chakras that are really kind of uh, most descriptive of who we are, but if somebody wants to just start, uh, you know, attracting more money, making better financial decisions, you know, figuring out what to do when you're in a pinch, you You'll never go wrong by focusing in either in a sensory way or mentally on that first chakra, which is down in the hip area, because it, it's magical in its own regard in that it literally can take your dreams, your ideas, your wishes, and turn them into material reality. So, you know, think about the people who – now and historically just seem to kind of make money hand over fist it all starts with a dream it always started with an idea you know henry ford making lots of money it started with this idea i'm going to invent something called a car or you know you know somebody who comes up with a widget it's just an idea it's just a concept in the beginning 
And it's the first chakra that's in charge of, it's sort of like its own machine, you know, insert an idea and then boom, it starts turning into physical matter. So that's the place that we want to focus if we want to think about our feelings and our thoughts and, you know, kind of make them, kind of clothe them in reality so they turn into something that can build our life and create a flow of money. Oh, Okay. All right. I've never, ever, ever heard them described in that way before. That that's bringing it a lot. That's bringing it. How shall I say? Bring that's bringing it home. All right. We do have a call of here for and welcome to welcome to Madam Perry's salon. I'm glad you're here. Please introduce yourself and say hello to Cindy Dale. Hi. This is Diana Hi. It's this very nice to be on your show, Jennifer. Diana Bellarose. Oh, Diana Bellarose. Love to talk to you. <laughs> how are you, Jennifer? Yeah, I'm very Doing happy good. to hear your voice. Yeah. And yours as well. <laughs> hi, hi, nice to meet you. Hi, 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 Cindy. How are you? I'm terrific. I'm excited to hear your question. Yeah, my question is, yeah, you have a goal. You are going after you go. You have a dream. Uh, you are concentrated and working on this dream, and you're doing my, your best, but uh, what are the things, if you have something that is constantly sabotaging you to get where you want to go, you're doing your best, but, you know, things happen in life, or uh, you have some kind of a uh, people or company or somebody who doesn't want you to get there, how is this first chakra going to be able to uh, overcome these blockages, these barriers, which you see in front of you? Well, that's a great question because it's a very typical situation that, you know, like you're, like you're acknowledging, we all have a dream, we have a goal, we have a sense of ourselves. we know we're important, and we want to be out there expressing who we are in the world, and money's a byproduct of that. You know, the, the purpose isn't really about making money, though it could be, right? You know, but it's really about being able to express ourselves and support ourselves in doing that and making a dent kind of in the world. So sabotage is the most common issue. Sometimes there's self-sabotage. So there's, you know, kind of ways that we think about ourselves. There's ways that we see ourselves that aren't correct in terms of our self-image. I find that 80%, however, of what blocks us from either, you know, kind of achieving our dreams or making money or being who we want to be or being in the love relationship we want, whatever it is, is usually other people's energy. So, I mean, it's ancestors, family of origin, people who are jealous. Sometimes it's somebody's spouse or, or their, you know, family members. I, I know, for instance, for me, um, when I was younger, I really wanted to be a cheerleader. I really wanted and to, to do that. And I practiced in secret. Uh, and then I finally made it because I knew that my family would make fun of me for wanting to be that. So I had to kind of hide myself, you know, until I got good enough to go out there. But that's a really sad way to do it. Let me give you a key from an energy point of view, all right? And this is a little geeky. 
But every single chakra, including the first chakra, has an outer wheel. So think about it as looking like a donut, all right? And I know it's a moving donut and this and that and the other thing. But think about a chakra as being, you know, kind of more like a donut than anything else. That outside rim of the chakra holds our programs. It holds our beliefs. It holds what other people think of us. It attracts other people's curses and their negativity and or their wanting to use us. That's the that's the stuff that gets in the way. Inside of every chakra is our own spirit, our own essence, and we're also available to us is a kind of light that science actually calls absolute light. So in the center of every chakra, this is why I love chakras. I think they're so, they're, they're like computers, they're technology. In the center of every chakra is this access to the source, access to absolute light. So when I want to get things done, I focus on the chakra that's most apt, you know, or kind of has, you know, sort of descriptive of what I want to accomplish. I imagine, I visualize, I feel myself in the center of that light. I connect to whatever it is, you know, I call my greater power, you know, and I start to bring energy into my body and move it out around my body from that innermost sanctity, you know, sanctuary of the chakra. So you want money, first chakra, visualize it at having, you know, two, you know, sort of rims to it, and you want to feel yourself in the middle of it, you'll literally, even while I'm talking probably, feel that sort of splendid light. When that starts to extend or generate beyond the chakra, it's pushing away other people's negative energy, and it's opening your own. It's literally filling you with yourself. And honestly, nothing or nobody can get in your way in, when you're doing that. Oh, I like this. Yeah. Yeah, me too. Definitely. You just have to find your space, your peace to do that. You have to kind of block everything. You have to feel like you're in something and nobody can do it touch you or do anything mm-hmm. to you. So this is really good way to look at things. You just have to mute the noise and everything what's going on around you. Mm-hmm. So you're kind of ignoring the issues, which I have been in therapy for decades. Okay, so I do work on my issues. <laughs> but, <laughs> but in the end, there's one issue after another. I'm dating myself. Exactly. But when I was a little girl, I watched a Star Trek episode called <gasps> The Trouble with Tribbles. And there's this <gasps> cute... Yes. You remember that one? Yeah. <laughs> yes. There are these cute little furry, you know, kind of everybody loves them, cute little furry things, you know, sort of yeah. like they're, they're mm-hmm. adorable. They're, they're like mini sponges with hair. But one mm-hmm. turns into two, turns it into four, four turns into 16, and then you've just got tribbles everywhere. So <laughs> if we, the more we work on our issues, which we need to do, the more we find another issue to work on, center of the chakras let's say you want love you're going to want to go to your heart chakra breathe into the center of that chakra i believe that we have guides i believe in a higher power you know ask for help to just activate that light from the inside of that chakra to beam out and you're going to start to attract what that fourth or heart chakra is about which is love could be friendship could be mates I I just did that recently with my heart chakra, maybe about a month ago, six weeks ago, 
And I was contacted by this absolutely brilliant man. His name is Kerry Weldy. And he um, just said, hey, do you want to do some business with me? And I love him. I adore him. So we can attract love in all areas of our life. It can be in business, you know, as well as friendship, as well as, you know, kind of attracting in, you know, some kind of special, unique relationship, too. Mm-hmm. I like that. I like that a lot. That's <laughs> now I've got the trouble with scribbles in my mind. Deanna, thank you so very much for calling. Yeah, absolutely. Have a great day. Thank you so much, Cindy. Thank you. All right. Thanks so very much, dear. All right, and we have another caller here for you, um, Miss Cindy Dill. Hi, welcome to Madam Perry Salon. Please come on in. And identify yourself and introduce yourself to Cindy Dale. Hi, ladies. This is Katie. Hi, Katie. How are Hi, you? Katie. I'm good. I'm good. I love the conversation. And um, Cindy had brought up something I wanted to um, ask about. Um, I feel like I'm an empath or was an empath as a kid. And I had like um, like a jealous aunt. She would be jealous. Like, I had a boyfriend that had jewelry, and he gave me jewelry when I was younger. Or I had his jewelry, like a lot of it. And I remember hiding it, and then she went and found it and told my grandmother <laughs> that I had all this jewelry, and I was, like, being grown. So um, I, I don't know. I felt she was jealous, like, when I had stuff or people did stuff for me. And I think I had issues with my mom with with shame me for like wanting money or wanting nice things. So mm-hmm. now, as an adult, when I um, think about having money, I get a guilty feeling, or I I feel like I feel their jealousy. Like I feel because it's really they should have felt guilt for mm-hmm. not wanting me to be happy, you know, to have mm-hmm. nice things. Yeah. So I feel like they projected their guilt onto me or I feel their jealousy. So I know it's like I think about other people's, my inner child thinks about how other people are going to feel about what I have. And I, and it's like I don't want to do that any, anymore. It's not fair to me. No, it's not fair to you. And it's so good that you're clear about where you picked up that shame. Shame is a communicable disease. So, I I mean, you got shamed because you had something that they didn't have and that they wanted. So that's a little bit of what we were talking a few minutes ago, you know, that we get impacted from other people and their energies literally like roost. They take root inside of us. And then it's almost like that person's inside of us, you know, kind of like, still shaming or shutting us down or, you know, kind of managing or controlling us. So, um, you know, that's one of the reasons, A, that I always work from the inside of a chakra, right? And I activate the light inside of that, you know, and whoosh, as it moves through me from the inside, it literally returns other people's energies to them. Now, one of the other ways that I like to work with that is when you recognize that these are somebody else's energies, which they are, empaths, it's hard to be an empath because <laughs> you feel yeah. all this. Mm-hmm. You can mm-hmm. sense it. But there's a big difference between bringing other people's energies into us versus registering them. 
So literally, you were younger, you know, you didn't understand that you have the right to have boundaries and refuse their projections. So it's really important to recognize that subtle energy, subtle energies are real. They're real energies. Their feelings got stuck in your body. Like they're literally in there. Does that make sense? They're real. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, and they're deciding what's going to happen inside of your chemistry. They're creating thoughts for you that you don't want to have. So the simplest exercise for that, you know, is whichever chakra you want to work with, probably the second. Second chakra mm-hmm. is in the abdomen, feelings, it's about emotions. So you just picture that abdomen area, the center of the wheel. And it's always best to kind of come from a place of blessing, right, mm-hmm. rather than rancor or negativity, and so mm-hmm. even do this with me, Katie, while we're on the phone. Okay. So I want you to think of your abdomen, maybe even put, you know, a hand over your abdomen, all right? And just ask guidance to bring you into the very middle of that chakra. All right, and what do you feel while you're in there? What do I feel? Yeah. Um, I don't know. I feel, I feel, I don't know. I feel, I feel like something's in there, but then I also feel like there's a space, there's room in there. That's where you want to be in the, in the area that there's space. Okay. That's the inner wheel. That's where you are. All right. Now let's just ask your own guidance to activate Mm. the light that's in here. Like your own spirit, your own light to just magnify, open up, start beaming out, and to to lovingly carry out of you everybody else's feelings and perceptions. You don't have to do a thing. Literally everything that does not belong to you is being returned to them, not that we're cursing them. So whether they're dead or alive, they can deal with their own issues in their own way, in their own time. And you just get to be left with this sense of joy and abundance. Because you loved that jewelry. You you loved it, right? You loved feeling pretty. You loved being given to. So let's reactivate that because that's your true nature. Yes. Mhm. All right. What are you aware of right now, Katie? Um, I feel like it's a light kind of shining through my chakra. Um, but I feel good. I feel I feel like full, kind of. Yeah, you're doing your soul now, not their souls. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, and you know once. Once you let that stuff go, again, it's not our job to make somebody deal with something. You know, we can't right. enforce the, them, you know, kind of their issues even on them. It's just you don't want to deal with them. They're not yours. Yeah, and you know what I noticed about those people? They don't believe that. Like, they they, they believe in your they – they let people, you know, they can have everything. You know, oh, they yeah. don't believe the stuff they, pro, they projected onto me. 
But, you know, I, I just tell myself, like, I don't want to think like that. I don't want to feel like that. I have a right to, you know, have everything I want. And I have, there's no reason for me to feel guilt or shame about it. And the more you are yourself, right, the more that you're mm-hmm. just generating who you are, being out there with it, the less space there is for other people's stuff to land. So that's right. the secret. Oh, yeah. Right. We don't even need to fight their stuff off. You know, if we're full, you know, people use the word spiritual. That means full of spirit. It means full of our own spirit. There ain't no space for them. Right. I love that. I really love that. <laughs> you know, I think I have your, like, a, you have, I think you have, like, a medic. I have something from you. I don't know what it is. It's some kind of thing. Maybe I'll go do it. I forgot I had it until I see, see your name. <laughs> oh, that's fun. These techniques are super easy, and they really do work. I just went to a family wedding, I don't know when, like a month or two ago, and I've got a very trying family, right? I was the mm-hmm. scapegoat. I was projected on. I've been the worker bee, the problem. You know what I mean? The one that they were jealous mm-hmm. of and mistreated and this and that. And, you know, I just sort of like, said, I'm just me. I'm just going to be me. Now, that's not, it takes a little bit of work to get there, too. I get it, right? But I honestly just imagine that I was turning these lights on in the middle of my chakras. I went down there. I had a great time. I even danced for like an hour. It was like, you know, it was like disco music. <laughs> and all my relatives were looking at me like, Oh my gosh, she's so fun. She's like not what she thought we thought she was. I I was never what they thought I was. Because they had right. just hung these post it notes on me that said this is what we want her to be. I wasn't that person. So, you know, it's sort of like I just blew up all the post it notes. That is deep what you just said. That <laughs> people put their post it notes on you. They and do and you just sent me what they draw them right off. I was about to ask you, Katie, if you felt that about the post-it notes, because I know I was feeling it then. I'm thinking, okay, i got to check with Katie. You feel it too, Yeah, don't you? I love that. I've got to take those people post-it notes down. I love that. That, that yeah. really resonated with yeah. me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's not that. a hard glue. You can pull them off pretty easy. So, yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, and you can put your own post-it notes up. You know, That's and right. another exercise I really like is I image, you know, my, my auric field. I mean, it's layers and layers, you know, and I write little words inside of my auric layers that are facing me. I just picture those, you know, like grace or beautiful or whatever. And then I'm in those words and resonating with those concepts all the time. I've never even heard that before. That's a beautiful idea to have, like, you know, imagine. You know, people always say to have put yourself in a bubble to kind of protect yourself from other people's energy or diamond, but I never thought to add positive words. That's a good idea. Just self-define. Don't worry so much about what other people are doing. You just want to self-define. Interesting. This is really educational. (laughs) It's fun, too. And for me, too. And and hold on, I've got uh, I've got a guy named Greg that just um, sent me a message through Facebook saying, "Ladies, this is educational for me too." And it's like, he's going, he's going, Katie, Cindy, Madam Jen, 
Yes, this is educational for me, too, which only goes to show you never know how far your reach is if you hadn't called in with that. And there's him, and then there's probably a lot more of the people, uh, and me. So, yeah. Katie, you've called well, here well, before, haven't you? Have I don't you think I, I don't know about – I've called – I think Cindy – I've called okay. Cindy before, and I, I think I have, like, a, um, I don't know if she was on the show. I think I've called Cindy's show before, mm. but I think Cindy had, I think, I don't know if it's Cindy or not. I think, do you have, like, a thing, like, for chakras, like a clearing? I have a lot of chakra stuff out there. For some okay. reason, I grew up to be the chakra queen of the universe, I think. <laughs> so, that wasn't my original intention. <laughs> What happened? And I will be sharing. Well, no, this since- is amazing. I forgot all about this stuff. I'm looking for employment. I forgot all about it. So this is a great way for me to clear out that G and really attract what I want. All the best. You guys to want you. me to give you another really fun technique? Sure. I have a backstory yeah. on it. All right. So I do. I always generate from the inside of the chakras out, right? And that lovingly returns other people's stuff to them. Then you have more power. You naturally have boundaries. You're like the sun. Nothing's going to get in to the center of the sun when you're generating. All right. I do do the little, the words inside facing myself or the images or whatever. Here's a, here's another, uh, this is another backstory that I'm going to share about a technique I love using called magnetizing, not manifesting, magnetizing. So years ago, my now college baseball pitching son was doing all these, they're called showcases. In order to get a scholarship in, you know, 11th, 12th grade for college, mom, well, in my case, it's mom, has to take son to all these different competitions. And you sit in the heat you know, all day long, bored to death, you know, waiting for your son to get up there to show them what he can do. And, I mean, I'm talking like eight hours. It's forever. And um, sometimes there's popcorn, sometimes there's not. So one day, you know, my son was getting up, and I heard in my head a guide say, write 88 on his energy field. He had not ever hit, he's a pitcher, hit 88 miles an hour as of that point. I said, well, what do you mean? And the guidance just said, just write 88 on his energy field on the outside of his auric field. So in my head, I just see 88. He hit 88. I mean, he, gosh, honest, hit 88. And I'm like, and then he got, that's a big jump because it's almost 90, and then you get scholarships, all right? So he's Mm -hmm. starting to hear from schools. The next time I go to a showcase, Cindy Dale, who wants to control everything, goes out there, sees her son come up, and I say, I'm going to write 90. And Guidance said, no, 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 he's not ready for 90 yet. I said, no, 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 I'm going to write 90. (laughs) So, like, I try to write 90, and it won't write, and instead he throws 87. And I'm like, wait a minute, what did I do wrong? Why didn't this work? And Guidance was like, you know, you hit your numbers, now he catches up to them. So it was a really big lesson in, you know, kind of designing our manifesting and our dreams, you know, that we do have power over what we're able to do. And there can be a process that gets us there as well. I mean, then not recently he's been hitting, I don't know, 92 to 94. So we're way up there at this point. Um, But every so often I'm sitting there and I'm told, okay, he needs to make another jump. And so go ahead and write 92 or write 93 or write this or that or the other thing. So 
I think when we stay in touch with our own guidance, we get to do that for ourselves too. You know, as long as we're honest about our current level of humanness and capabilities, we get to say, okay, maybe my business isn't to make a million dollars this year, but I can go up, you know, kind of I can I can get a third more this year than I did last year. That's reasonable. And then, again, inscribe it, own it, visualize it on your field. And because everything's subtle energy, what we put out there, that's what we're going to attract. Wow. That is I've never heard this before, and I've read, I have tons, I mean, tons of uh, spiritual awakening books. Well, I learned it at baseball, so that's why you don't know about it. (laughs) Okay. Well, I definitely will do this. I definitely will do this. This was so um, insightful, and I I appreciate uh, both of you. Thanks for taking the time out for my call. Katie, you've been an absolute pleasure. And let me and let me also say to you, dear, if you will find me on just Madam Perry Salon on Instagram or Twitter or Facebook, I've got the page on there, wherever, if you will message me and give me an address, a mailing address, I will send you um, a goodie pack of swag from Madam Perry Salon just because you are just you are very enchanting, so I'm so glad you called. Thank you. I love that word, enchanting. Thank you so much. I definitely <laughs> will find you on Facebook. Please, please do. Don't make me find you. Okay. No, I will. Thank you so much. Thank you both, ladies. Have a great night. Thank you, dear. Thank you. All the best to you. She is lovely. She is lovely. Maybe. She just opened up our whole conversation. Oh, yeah. She did. She was absolutely lovely and brought in so much uh, for everybody. You, uh, you know what I like? Okay, and this is where, Cindy, it's, it's the real world and the studies. I know that you, um, you graduated summa cum laude from University of Minnesota, degree in English, minor in philosophy. You hold a fifth degree Reiki certificate, the highest distinction in that area. And then when and you've got books, you, you've taught, um, done workshops all over the world. And what I love is when uh, Katie, who has obviously been studying all this for a while, she says, I've got all these books. I never heard that. And you said, well, no, I learned that at baseball. You know, you, you, you're proving it to us, Cindy. You're proving to us that you just got to be open everywhere. It's going to come to you. Open up, light up those chakras, you know, turn the switch, light them on and. And keep it easy. You know, I mean, one of my books is 1,200 pages. That's a little drastic. I I hand you that, all right? I just couldn't stop writing it, though. Get half of the book features chakra systems from around the world. You know, and as complicated as all that sounds, I would reduce the message of all 1,200 pages to there's a unifying force, whatever you want to call it, God, the divine, there's that, and within and around us are what we might want to call chakras that are stairways to helping us embody who we really are. That's it. That's what every single culture I've studied has been saying. So if it's that easy, we don't have to make making money complicated either. You know, it's not just about thinking. I understand. We can't just sit and visualize. That helps us 
you know, when we visualize, we actually use about 50%, you know, of the same muscles and chemistry that we would, you know, use if we were actively doing something. So if you, you know, if you visualize yourself exercising, you're getting some of the benefit, even though you're not moving. But you can't just visualize. <laughs> you can't just think about a diet and never change what you eat either. <laughs> so it's this beautiful combination of chakra simplicity, knowing we're made out of sound and light. So just we don't need to make that part complicated and then let that inform our actions. Let me ask um something else and by the way this is a good time to tell people that if you want to know how to find cindy's books if you don't already know her um, her name is spelled c-y-n-d-i-d-a-l-e at cindydale.com and i will be sharing her social media and her website address on all of my social media not just madam perry salon but on my personal social media so you'll be able to find her but here's one thing uh, while we've got a few minutes left and we're talking about uh, chakras and how they can af- affect finance, sometimes people, and by people I include me, we sometimes get desperate about our finances. And I've seen it happen to me and friends before. We get so desperate feeling that we jump into something that's not a help that goes the other way. For example, like, well, if I buy into this business where I have to put a um, maybe five, six hundred dollar investment into or more, and then I can be a salesperson or I can do this, and it doesn't quite work out that way. And then we put on, and then we realize I, I made this choice out of desperation. I was so desperate. I thought this would help me, and it doesn't. How can we? keep ourselves sometimes those kind of things are good for people and they work and they know but sometimes if you're going into it desperately um doesn't work out at all so tell us how to how to center ourselves and listen to ourselves enough to know which is which well that is a really good point because i too have acted out of desperation or or fantasy there's a big difference Mm -hmm. between fantasy and intuition so, you know, kind of when we're fantasizing, we literally get ourselves out of reality, you know, and we're starting to make believe when we're following our intuition. There's going to be a sense of groundedness and practicality. And it is nothing else when we're doing fantasy or desperation. What you'll notice in your physical body, all right? And this is chakra, but it's also just about the entirety of the energy system. You know, if we're thinking of doing something like investing in a, you know, a scheme, if you would, right, (laughs) thinking it's going to give a return, what we're going to notice when we tune into our body is our energy is going to go up, it's going to rise, we're not going to be able to feel our feet. We're not going to feel our feet, we're not going to feel our hips. We're just going to have an anxiety that rises, that brings us up, and sometimes even a little bit in the head or over the head. All right? If we're thinking of a project or, you know, a job that we might take or a possibility and we feel like our energy goes down, and I don't mean in a negative way. I mean we can feel our we can feel our hips, we can feel our legs, we can feel our feet, we can feel the earth. That's a grounded opportunity. That's something that's going to enable us to bring in money and to meet our needs rather than lift us out of our bodies. See, from a chakra point of view, 
the lower chakras, there's one underneath the feet, we've got the hips, we've got the, the abdomen, we've got the solar plexus, those are kind of the lower chakras. Those are the densest, those are the more material, those are the ones we need to engage with to bring in money, to get housing, to have clothing, to have food. We've got to be manifesting from those lower chakras. So if an idea is only striking us in those higher chakras, you know, like Mm -hmm. throat, head, and up, those are the spiritual chakras. They're never going to turn into anything concrete. So an idea has got to resonate. You've got to be able to feel it lower in the body for you to go want to or be productive in going forward with it. So that's how I make decisions. You know, like if like if a publisher says, "Hey, do you want to write this book?" and I I immediately spin out into my head and I'm starting to spin tales like, oh, "I'll be a New York Times bestseller." I'm like, and I can't feel my feet. I'm just fantasizing. It's not going to mm. make anything in my life better if I can feel my feet, my legs, and I'm like, "Yeah, I can make some steps with this." That's that is intuitive guidance that says you're going to draw more physicality to you, Cindy, if you go with that idea. I am holding on to that. It really works. It makes that a big makes, difference. Yeah, I just so helped my baseball good. son decide where to go to school, and he knew where to go. He just switched colleges. He knew where to go because he said, Mom, I can feel it in my feet. This is where I need to be. I can feel it in my feet. He got better offers other places. But but he said, Mom, it just spins in my head. Like like it makes me, they make me dizzy. Those offers make me dizzy. Lesser offer, different place. We didn't even know really what this, you know, what the city was like. It's it's a small city, (laughs) right? Uh He goes, but Mom, I feel it in my feet. I I can root there. Great decision for him. Beautiful. Uh, that, and it makes you feel so good, too, to know that he, you didn't ask him. He said that to you. He told you that's how he knows. This is beautiful. By the way, uh, I want to say before you go, um, you also have on your website, you have all kind of great things. Uh, people can book consultations, information on classes and events, your store, your blog, media, contact information. Uh, things about members, but you also have a page here on Cindy Dale's Apprenticeship Program 2022. Oh, I love teaching the Apprenticeship Program. It's a nine-month program. I think it's actually in the 16th or 17th year. It's the 13th year online. You know, we oh do audiovisual Zoom. Everybody's doing Zoom these days, right? Um, right? And what I do is kind of guide people for nine months, a couple other teachers show up too, you know, kind of through everything you need to know about energy, intuition, and the chakras. So it's sort of like a waltz through anything about energy and energy medicine, intuition. So you can, so each participant, you know, can kind of get a sampling of what's in the energy world and can try their different abilities and gifts and see, you know, kind of what really calls them and where they excel. Magnificent. Well, if it's been going on, would you say 22 years? 16. 16? <laughs> okay. Oh, I know. I'm looking at the Maybe 22. 22. <laughs> okay. All right. 22 in my dreams. <laughs> okay. All right. I'm looking at the Cindy Dale's Apprenticeship Program 
2022. That's sticking in my mind. All right. Well, check it out. As I said, I'll be sharing all of the um, all of her information, uh, social media, website, etc., on all of my social media, so that you'll be able to find it because I know you want to. And also a message from our friend Peter in Chicago. He says, "Great show. I will be. I'm looking at her website already." Thank you so much, Madam Perry, and thank you, Cindy Dale. Well, thank you, Peter. And, Cindy, it has been an absolute delight to have you here. I thank you so much for being so generous with your time and your information and your help for people. It's completely my honor, and I hope people can use these techniques. They're really simple, and but, we're again, we're simple. We're fields of light and sound, so just kind of making some slight shifts can make such a big difference in our physical world. All right. I like it. Thank you so much, and I'm going to Thank go out. You. But tomorrow we have Andrew Michael, uh, Healing a Planet in Crisis, and so much more to come in the next few weeks. I feel like the luckiest woman in the world. So thank you. And I go out. Everybody's got the swing. Thank you, Cindy Dale. Thank you to everyone who called. Uh, be good to yourself and each other. And I love you. Bye-bye. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.